May 21st, 2015, VGN Network presents Kevin's Oblast Radio with your host, Kevin Baird. And Lisa. So I got Lisa on this, I don't know, week, month, two months? When was the last time I did one of these? Probably a while ago. And uh, I don't know, we talked about it, and you're actually the first female interview I've had on the Oblast show. We have had girls on VGN before, but in terms of Oblast, we've never actually had one. So congratulations. You're uh, awesome. You get the uh, girl power, all that good stuff. <laughs> um, so in typical interview fashion, what we basically do is we just go through your life. We start off at the beginning, before you were born, and then kind of take it from there. And you can steer the conversation however you want to go. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about stuff. Um, so let's see. So your parents, so let's see, what do you, do you know, like what your parents did like as a career or anything like that? You know, like, um, did they work, uh, you know, all that stuff? Um, my parents met in Kentucky. My mom was from Louisville, Kentucky. My dad was in the army and he was stationed at Fort Knox. And so somehow they met because he was in the vicinity of where she lived. I'm assuming at a bar or something like that. And um, so, yeah, they married. They moved back to Cleveland and uh, started having kids, five to be exact. I'm the youngest of five. Okay, so your dad stole all the gold out of Fort Knox and lost his job in the military and mm -hmm. then uh, hid out in Cleveland. And right. uh, there was nothing else to do except obviously have children. Uh-huh. Um, yep, pretty much. <laughs> so were you in uh, Cleveland Central? Or are you in a suburb of Cleveland? Or where did you, where, where were you born? I was born in Medina Hospital, grew up in Brunswick. Okay, all right. And they didn't start out there. They started off in Cleveland. And then there, for a little while, they moved to Wisconsin because my dad wanted to start a worm farm. And my sister really? actually was born a in farm. Really? Something like, like that. Fisherman or something? I don't know. It was some wacky entrepreneur, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, he ended up going to school to become a um, heating and air conditioning refrigeration repair dude. So he started his own company doing that. My mom was always pretty much just a um, domestic engineer. And uh, so that means she just stayed home with the kids is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And she would like answer the phone when people would call to get, you know, their furnace fixed or their air conditioner, that kind of stuff. And I think maybe she took care of the books or something like that. But for the most part, she was stay home mom, you know, that stuff. Right. And um, and then later on in life, my dad ended up buying a hunting and fishing camp in Quebec, Canada. And then got into that whole deal. So, so your dad was pretty hands-on, basically. He was, uh, you know, is he still yeah. alive? Are your folks yeah. still alive? I have no idea. Both of my parents are dead, oh. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, you uh, know, pretty good. About with past me. tense or present tense, you know, I don't want to be like, well, he must have been really interesting. Oh, well, he's dead, Kevin. So, you know, thanks for bringing that up, Jerry. So, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um all right so uh, you um so you grew up in brunswick or right. okay and you went to elementary, elementary school, school high school 1989 woo, woo. all right we're well, going too fast let's talk elementary school do you remember okay. your elementary school yes cr towsley school cr towsley i've never heard of that school but i you know is it still What's around like S-E-E-A-R-E. -E. It's the letter C period, the letter yeah. R period, Towsley. Evidently, it's some guy. Is it still around? It is. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, not that you're that old, that, you know, it would just mm -hmm. knock your school down, but, you know. Um, you never know. <laughs> public school? Public school or was that a private school? It was public. Yeah. And did you like it? Did you hate it? Were you a good student? Were you... Were you bullied uh, all the time? Did they? I was very shy, and um, 
in my younger years. And so, yeah, no, I didn't really care for school because I was so shy and. Did you have friends or are you like that weird girl that sat at the end of the lunch table by herself? Um, I wasn't like the uber weird girl, but I definitely was not the popular girl either. So I had some friends, but you know. Well, I imagine, you know, your brothers and sisters were probably how many years apart? Like one or two or something. So, I mean, they were probably in school with you, right? Well, um, my oldest brother is 10 years older than me. Okay. And my next brother is like nine years older. Oh. Sister is about seven years older, something like that, six or seven years older. Well, and none then of them my were in school with you. Basically. Brother is about four years older, three years older, something like that. So, yeah, at some point, I mean, when I first started in kindergarten, my sister and my one brother were still in the same school, but not for much longer. So did you do good in school or were you terrible? I started off terrible um, because my, my mom didn't really do anything before school, like, you know, teach me letters and stuff. Sure. It was horrible. But then I, I, uh, you learned it. I learned pretty quick. Yeah. It was a quick study once I had caught on. So, <laughs> and then, yeah, did pretty good. So I think I graduated with like a 3.5 or something. So I gotta, I gotta pass. I gotta read books. I gotta learn how to, how to read. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And so uh, did anything eventful happen during your uh, uh, time in elementary school? Did you uh, cry in front of the whole school like I did or anything? You know, any good stories or um, did you, uh, you know, shit your pants well, in the middle of class or when I was in, I believe, first grade, or maybe it was second grade. I was like in the lowest reading group at first. And then we were, we were doing this thing where she, was, she had flashcards with words on them. And we'd go around the room and, you know, whoever got the word, then, you know, she, then she would switch to the next flashcard. So I don't what the word was, but the word came all the way around. Nobody got it. And then when it came to me, I got it. And they immediately moved me up to the next reading group. <laughs> and then I like, lost <laughs> for a little while until I caught out again. So Really? So you went like up to another grade or something? To read. Uh, well, not another grade, but just a, a, a higher reading group. You know, so it was the same grade, but they just had, you know, it broken into groups of how well you read. So, so there was that. And, uh, so you, uh, you left elementary school and started working in a coal mine. No. Um, so (laughs) did you progress to say junior high or middle school or, um, what, what was the uh, what was the path out of elementary school? Yeah, so our elementary school went to sixth grade. Then they had a separate building for seventh grade, and then a separate building for the eighth grade. And really? then when you got into ninth grade, then that was the high school. So really, so you had two different buildings: one for seventh and one for eighth. Did you share yeah. the gymnasium or anything, or did every did you have like a complete school to yourself in seventh grade? We had a complete school to ourselves in seventh grade and eight, eighth grade. Wow, that's bizarre. The seventh grade building used to be the old like high school way back in the day. And then they built, and I, I think it might have been at one point in time, like then seventh and eighth, once they, you know, built the high school. Then they ended up building a separate eighth grade building. And as far as I know, it's still set up like that. Really? So, Wow. Mm-hmm. Was your class really big? How many people in the, you know? How um, many actually, yeah, my my graduating class, there was like 800 some kids in my graduating class. I think oh, it might have that is pretty big, still be like the largest graduating class of Brunswick, but don't quote me on that. Wow. I don't know. It's, that's a lot. Because, I mean, my class is always considered pretty big. And it's about 500 for the mm-hmm. area. You know, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. people in like uh, Parma or something like are larger because just how Parma is, they got to cram everybody in like 
all those high schools that are in there. Um, okay, so that's interesting. <laughs> Was do you remember like uh, seventh and eighth in terms of did you like one better than the other? Did it did it seem weird to go from like to, to go through this trek of schools to go to this school and then that school and then the next school because that's yeah, kind of. You know, yeah, once you get used to one, then you got to switch to the other. And also the seventh grade building actually had stairs. So that was kind of a, you know, pain in the, you know what, to have to climb stairs to, you know. Now you do. Now you climb class, stairs on purpose. Etc. So I still have nightmares about it. Yeah, now you actually want to climb stairs when you go uh, running yeah, yeah. or whatever. So <laughs> it's uh you know, it was training way back in the day. Um, anything interesting happened in uh, middle school, junior high? What, what would you even call that? Was it just seventh grade, or were you considered a junior high school at seventh grade? Or? Yeah, they called it junior high. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. But just the seventh grade building or the eighth grade building. So. Yeah, because we had, we had middle school. Like my brothers, like my brother that, you know, he went – to junior high, but they changed the name of it to middle school when I was. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you know what? It might be middle school. You might refer to it as middle school. Yeah, I don't know. It's One of those two. I mean, Same thing. What, what, yeah, what difference does it make? You know, why do they change the name? Everybody's used to calling it junior high. And they're like, we're going to call it the middle school. It's like, why? Why? Dumb. They had to spend a lot of money on that. Um. And then uh, your parents were had to send you to boarding school after that, or um, no, <laughs> nothing, nothing of that sort. No, nothing that drastic. No, you didn't. Uh, you know, be like the facts of life and have a Mrs. No. Garrett. None of that. No, I was too afraid to do anything too bad because my dad was really big and scary looking, and everyone was afraid <laughs> of him. So you just. You just tried not to uh, get into trouble because you didn't want to have to deal with the wrath of, of him. So, yeah. But by high school now, so you're going to high school, that had to be <laughs> a big difference, a change, because, you know, <laughs> you start, um, I don't know, dating, I suppose. Were you a dater in high school? Did you date? Um, not a whole lot, but... Enough to, you know. Not a whole lot. I don't even know how that, <laughs> what that means exactly. You didn't date everyone in school, or did you have, like, a long right. relationship, or was it just, like, there, you went to was, prom or something? There was a couple of relationships. Oh, okay. So. All right. So how did you get on in high school? Was it – did you have to wear a uniform or something? Was it cool? Was it, you know, did you hate it? Were your grades terrible? Um, grades were fine. Again, didn't really care for it that much just because, you know, I was in the, in the popular group and, you know. Were you thinking you were going to go to college after high school? I mean, what was your, you know, how some people went to like, um, Polaris or JVS or whatever to learn trades and stuff like that. And then other kids worked really hard to go into college. And then there was people like me that they just were trying to keep in school so I would graduate. Um, where did you kind of fit in all that? Like, did, you know, did you have a plan when you were going to get out of high school? Um, in 11th and 12th grade, I did this program that it wasn't at the JVS, but it was still within the high school, and it was called, like, Integrative Office something or other. So for part of the day, we would be in – this one particular room doing secretarial type stuff, you know, sure, right. and typing and filing and dictaphone and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, and then the other half of the day would just be like your regular high school class. Okay. Sure. So I did that for the two years. So I basically had the, you know, plan to just be a secretary, you know, right. <laughs> Yeah, we had that in my school as well. They called it COE. I'm not sure what that stood for. And I, but I think like, I think, you know, I think it was two year. And I think like the, the second year, I'm not sure of this, but they went to work for half the day. They would like intern or something working somewhere. And that was very similar to what I did, except I was in the occupational work um, 
adjustment slash experience course, which is what they put people in who are having a hard time staying in high school. I was ever never having a hard time being in school. It's just that, um, you know, I was always getting suspended and stuff. Oh. They were worried. They were worried about me. But it's well, the second year of that program, you, you're you running like a mock company kind of thing, you know? Ah, okay. So you still were like in school. So. Right. You were just going to become, a, you were going to be some typist that worked in front of like a, Mr. Struthers' desk or something. Yeah, but then in high in our in senior year, they had someone come and talk about court reporting. Mm -hmm. So I was planning on doing that at Tri C once I finished high school, and I started off doing that. So. Okay. All right. So. So. High school. Anything interesting you want to talk about high school? Anything you want to throw out there? Um. Well. In 10th grade, I got pregnant. Oh, okay. So that well, that would certainly be interesting. That would be <laughs> life-altering or something changing. Yes, very life-altering. Um, so you had so, so apparently with the dating thing then, you obviously had some kind of high school dating thing going yeah, on, right? Yeah, if you want to call it that. <laughs> so um, had the baby in May of... Uh, 87 and um, gave him up for adoption and uh, my mom's cousin Judy adopted him and they live in Louisville Kentucky so that's was where that, he was that a um, was that a was that I mean obviously that was difficult all the way around but I mean was that <laughs> just kind of uh, um, uh, like I mean I you know Obviously, I'm a guy, so I can't relate to the fear of becoming pregnant. Although I could relate when I was sleeping with my girlfriends back then. We weren't really sleeping, but you know what I mean. Um, right. What uh, the, the potentials would be if she got pregnant. But I'm, you know, as a kid, you know, being like a sophomore or whatever, I'd be dumb and being like, I'll just get married and I'll get a job and, you know, working at a fast food place and we'll make it, you know, just, you know, justifying craziness in my head. But for a girl, it's got to be a lot more, um, uh, you know, it's it's more serious because the guy doesn't really have the the weight of the whole situation on him. And, um, you know, you don't have to get all into this or anything, but I'd just be curious, like, what, what was your frame of mind when you, um, when you found out or were you kind of expecting it? You know, like you were like, I haven't, you know, had my uh, monthly charge for the past three months or something, you know, maybe I should go to, or did you throw up and then, you know, something? Um, <clears throat> I certainly, it certainly was a surprise once I realized, you know, that I was pregnant. I was sure. like, oh, shit, my dad's going to kill me. Because he's oh, yeah, right. Scary dude. Um, but your mom but, wouldn't kill you? Would your mom just, you know... Like yeah, no, she she wasn't quite as uh, intense as my dad. Um, no, no, but just, I mean, certainly they were both disappointed and blah blah blah. Of course, my mom, being you know Catholic and you know anti-abortion, she's like, well, you're you know not having an abortion, you know. <laughs> Pretty much by the time really realized that I was pregnant, it was kind of a little bit farther along, and then we got lucky with. Um, my uh, mom's cousin saying, "We'll take him." So, well, no, that, I, I think ultimately about doing it. Yeah, it worked out. out well in that sense. But um, you know, when when you were uh, like, I think my dad when he found out he grounded me. So, <laughs> so, so you were. So basically, you were just scared of your father at that point. You weren't really too scared about having the baby or anything like that, you know? Yeah, I'm scared of everything, I guess. But, you know, but yeah, okay. I'm really, really scared about. You know, well, you hear about these girls that like, you know, they're, I mean, they're obviously fucked up, but they'll, you know, take a baby and put it in a plastic bag and put it in their drawer at work or whatever, you know? And then you sit there and you think to yourself, like, what's the, as a guy anyway, I wonder sometimes, like, what's spinning through people's heads sometimes like you know and all that i don't know not that you would ever do something like that i'm just saying like uh, yeah as bad as you know as afraid as i was of my dad and that kind of stuff i don't 
think I would ever be that crazy. Yeah, you know, like weird hormone <laughs> things going on, or you weren't. Did you get that postpartum depression or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, did. did really? Yeah. What was yeah. that? Where you were still in high school and that was going on? Were you like? Well, it was the summer. Like, Hi, Lisa. You're like, uh, uh, I mean, pretty yeah. much by you know, because I had the whole summer to kind of recuperate. So by the time the school year started, then you know, it's kind of. Were you bad. like? Um, were guys really interested in you after that? Because they were like, hey, well, I Lisa, actually, Lisa, you I, know, she puts out, I, woo, you know, that kind of thing. You know? I actually had started dating another guy oh. before I realized that I was pregnant by the father. So, okay. and he stayed with me like throughout the pregnancy and, you know. Was he really annoying though after a while? Were you like, I just, you know, it was just going to be a one-time thing, dude, you could go and that kind of, no. I don't know. Um, the guy that was the father, the, the father, the yeah. baby daddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we were like, in my head, anyways, in a relationship, and you know, I liked him a lot and stuff. Of course, you know. Did he? Have, did, he did he like? You know, <laughs> let's be like, Lisa. Let's get married and have the kid. You know. Yeah. No. Like I said, we broke up before I found out that I was pregnant too. So. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. So. Yeah. I missed that part. So, did, but obviously, you told him, right? Did you? I mean, I think you told him. Sure, okay. sure. Yeah, when you found out, it's like, yeah, you know, guess oh, what? Right. <laughs> guess what? Notice that I have a large belly, and it's not from drinking beer. You know. Wow. All right. Well, that's interesting. Well, how did he take that? Was he all freaked out? Was he, you know? I think he was probably a little freaked out and bummed out and worried and all that kind of stuff sure uh-huh did he give you any crap was he like that's not mine man you know that no. Uh, no he wasn't, wasn't demanding <laughs> a blood test or anything i don't know because yeah, he was my first and you know it yeah. happened after second or third time and it was just like ah. some guys are so dumb girdle, you know they're in denial yeah. okay all right so that's cool so your aunt ended up uh, adopting the my baby. first cousin my first cousin once removed so it was my mom's cousin oh, okay that's definitely some weird Kentucky stuff then going on there I'm not sure but um, <laughs> all right that's cool but that worked out good so then you just went back to school you're like all right that's it I've I've uh -huh. learned to use a condom going forward well, actually, we did use condoms they just broke oh all right hear that kids if you're listening don't uh, you Vaseline with condoms. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Uh, it's just the visuals now are getting weird. Um, okay. So, I mean, that's obviously kind of, you know, probably altered your perspective a little bit or made you more mature, you know, by the time you entered uh, your junior year, right? Um, sure. Yeah. How did you, um, so how did you take the rest of high school? That was like, that was the point where you were like, I guess I'm going to become a secretary and join this crazy uh, secretarial class. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you graduate. Mm hmm. And you did go to Tri-C, you said? Yep. Started at Tri-C in the fall for court reporting. Okay. So yeah. you decided you were going to become a court reporter. How did that yep. come about? Were you just like, that seems like a um, cool career. I'm going to be involved yeah, in. had someone come in to talk about it at, during that. Um, the office class or whatever, sure. and I thought it really cool, and you know, sort of was related to what I was already doing, and you know, you have to learn. You had to obviously learn all that shorthand, right, or whatever that is that you type yeah, into it's the a machine shorthand. And so, by putting you know certain combinations of the different keystrokes together, comes up with you know words or phrases or sentences and that kind of thing so really okay were you good at it i mean did you master that were you actually in a court and everything or I, I did not no i didn't end up finishing the court reporting because in order to um because i know, got pregnant again kevin that yeah, was no, no. <laughs> no, no. like you have to pass different um speeds so I think I passed 180 words a minute 
but I couldn't get to the 225. And, and in order need to, be. to get to the 225, you have to be able to practice like eight hours a day on that machine. Wow. And I needed to finally go to work full time. Okay. And so the practicing just wasn't happening. So I just kind of gave up on that. So you didn't. So, I mean, ultimately, you didn't really like it is, is really what it comes out. Yeah, I, mean, I think you know, so. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, you know, you could have mastered it if you wanted to, but you were like, forget yeah. it. I'm going to go do something else, which was what? What did you decide to do with yourself at that point? Um, well, I worked at a company called uh, Seneca Tape and Label for a couple of years, uh, just in the office. And then um, I quit there and worked at another place briefly for a few months and then quit there, got a job at a place called Gardner Train in Solon. And I, um, while I was there, decided to go back to school. Well, what are the, what, what, what were you doing at these jobs? I mean, what? Was Office it? stuff, you know, order entry, customer service, um, following How do you up. land a job like that, though, when you're just out of high school with no real, you know what I mean? Like, you just are, can I handle well, your files? And they're like, sure, the come on the in. The tape and label place, they um, basically gave me like, you know, a real chance. I mean, I had like dumb little part-time jobs working like at a church. Okay. Secretary and, you know, so I got some experience. Okay. All right, that. that makes sense then, sure. Mm -hmm. And then they took a chance on me and, you know, I worked there for about three years or something and, and then realized that I needed to make more money and yada yada, so. So there wasn't this, uh, there wasn't this, um desire to get married or anything right after high school or anything in your life? Did you have a, um, a beau or a fiance or any of that stuff going on at that point? Or was it just still like you were just rocking your 20s, hanging out, doing whatever you want, that kind of thing? Um, I had boyfriends and stuff, but still was, you know, rocking my 20s and hanging out. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, like I didn't, I, not that I never wanted to get married, but just the guys that I dated were just not the marrying type, really. Right. Okay. And, um, but, I mean, the one guy that I was dating for quite a while, I think, I mean, because we ended up living together and stuff, I think he kind of wanted to get married, but, again, not the marrying type. So. Oh, so you were just like, no, dude. No, you got to get your shit together. Well, but yeah, by the time he was thinking that, I was kind of like not really like into him so much anymore and <laughs> ready to move on. And So he has like a ring and stuff and you're just like, no. No, he didn't give me a ring, but, oh. you know, he just kind of was floating the idea around a little bit, you know. Uh, but he had okay. a lot of issues with drugs and alcohol and stuff. And I was like, yeah, no, this isn't sustainable. Mm. So, so he's like, let's get married. And you're like, oh, I'm leaving you. I didn't. Did I not tell you that? No, I, 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 <laughs> not exactly, but. <laughs> okay. So um, so you had these office jobs and that kind of flowed into, that wasn't enough money. So you needed to do something more, apparently. Mm -hmm. Well, the Gardner Train job ended up being a very good job. And had I not ended up deciding I wanted to go to school for massage, I probably would still be there because it was a good company. You know, they take care of their employees and, you know, I made decent cash. The benefits were good, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So that's interesting then. So why did you decide that you wanted to get into massage if the job was pretty good? I mean, this was something you enjoyed doing. Um, I wouldn't say that I enjoyed it so much, but, you know, I recognized that it was a decent place to work. It was the best job at that point in time that I had had, but I just didn't feel very um, secure, fulfilled. Fulfilled, sure. Okay. So I wanted to do something that, you know, fulfilled me. And, and that so, was massage. Like, how did you fall into that, though? Did you see well, that on TV or was, you knew somebody? I, I, I went back to try C because I only needed like six classes to get an associate of arts degree. 
So I figure, well, that's better than nothing. And Gardner Train was going to pay for any classes that would be um, kind of related to my job, as long as I got a B or better in them. So I got that degree. Then before I finished that degree, I decided, well, I'll get the certificate of proficiency for administrative assistant. And so again, they were going to pay for that stuff. Okay. So before I finished that, one of the girls that I worked with, named Cindy, who I'm still friends with, she was complaining about her shoulders bothering her. So I started massaging her a little bit. And she's like, wow, you're really good at that. You should go to school for that. So like, that's like not all I'm good at. Bam, bam, bam. No. Uh, <laughs> all right. Light bulb went on. And when I went to school that night, I checked to see if Tri-C had a program, which they did. So then once I finished the certificate program, I decided to um, check that out. So I took the intro class. I liked it. And then um, applied to get into the program, which I was accepted and just went from there. Was it difficult though? I mean, I know you got to get certified, right? Or something like that. You've got to get a certificate of massage or something, a masseuse. I don't well, Tri-C has a two-year associate degree for the massage, or you could do this one-year post-degree certificate deal. So I could have done the one-year post-certificate because since I already had the associate of arts degree, Right. But I wanted to go for the second degree, so I did that. And um, so, yeah, it was tough because I was working full-time and basically going to school full-time. Wow. Wow. And well, that's pretty heavy. Yeah, it was uh, a lot. I wouldn't have been able to do that because I have to sleep about 14 hours a day. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, I mean, you, you obviously learned a lot, and it kept your interest. You were like, this is pretty interesting. Um mm -hmm. Uh, I have to, but I, you know, I always think like, um, like you've got to, you know, work on some nasty people, I guess sometimes. I don't know sure. if that's true, but, um, yeah. and, uh, I always thought that would be really, um, a barrier for like me anyway. I mean, I don't know. How do you deal with that? Like, um, you know, do you just... Grin and bear it and get through it. Is that the hard part of the job or was it just something that you, you know, everybody, hey, everybody out there needs a massage. That's just how it is. You know, everybody deserves one. I don't know. I don't know how you get how you get that into your head. Well, um, it was really bad during the um, clinical part at school because you got, you know, all walks of life coming in for a super cheap massage. Oh, really? And so they just bring in like anybody off the street so you yeah, can do some sort of training or something I mean, yeah so there was some some yeah some really interesting characters when you um, say clinical that just means that you're doing hands-on it doesn't mean yeah. that you're you're studying like organs or something i don't know right yeah okay. it's, they have a massage clinic and um you know people come in for a cheap massage so that we can practice on them and, um, and if you see like a crazy like wart on their back, do you just avoid it? And do you ask the person, you're yeah. like, what's what is that right there? It's mm -hmm. weird, you know? Yeah. I'm, no. Exactly. Yes. yes, exactly that. If it if you don't know what it is and you're worried about it that it might be something contagious, you ask what it is. And oh, okay. that kind of, avoid it. They're like scratch my wart. You're like, no, gross. I don't know. Yeah, plus you learn what they call um what they call um, contraindications. So that's anything that a massage might um, complicate or make worse oh. or something that you can catch, you know, if it's, you know, a rash or something or MRSA or whatever. Yeah, obviously and you don't want to get that, sure. Learn to, you know, see those things and avoid them and... Did you ever have to just tell somebody no, like you can't work on them because they've got like a back fungus or something that you don't want or? Um, there were a couple people that, you know, came in with like, there was like someone that came in with poison ivy once and they're like, oh, but it's, you know, I've had it for however long and, you know, it's not, <laughs> but it's like, you know, I don't want to take a chance because if I get it, then I can't yeah. go 
cool, you know. Well, so fuck goes and gets a massage with poison ivy on themselves. What's the matter with people? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the only one, though. All right. Well, that's good. I just and since then there hasn't been too many like you know in the real world, you know, because usually if somebody has something, they don't come. You know, they just you know. yeah. Well, these days you never know. People are right. They, There's still a few, but typically feel entitled. So what spend money to get a massage are usually smart enough to know that oh I've got this I shouldn't go get a massage you know or they're embarrassed you know so two years to me is I mean you know I know nothing about the art of massage so you know <laughs> you're obviously like you know rolling your hands over people's backs and muscles and things but what takes the two years? What is it? Are you learning the physiology? Are you um, are you learning different styles? You know what what's going on in one of those classes? Yeah, you learn um, anatomy and physiology, which I took I took a bunch of classes before the actual two year program part started. So it really was longer than two years. But um, yeah, you anatomy and physiology. You learn different styles of massage and the, all the different techniques for Swedish massage, because that's what the state board um, exam was based on. You learn things like contraindications and diseases and different, um, like, muscle testing and uh, stuff. Do you learn like how to paralyze them just by, like, touching one of those pressure points? You're like, mm, you know, you do yep. one of those crazy hand moves. And the trigger point therapy, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> The Vulcan mind, uh, Vulcan grip. Yes, yes, excellent. The Vulcan mind. Uh, the um. Okay, so that's interesting to me. Um, I don't know why my other screen just decided to shut off. All right, there it is. Sorry, I had to make sure that was up, so we were still recording. Um. So okay, and uh, so you you like it? You've been doing it for how long now? Um, I've had my license for almost 11 years now. Wow. Okay. And do you notice that, is that a career that people stay with or do you see people falling out of it? I mean, do you know people that were in it and they left and they were like, I can't handle it anymore. My hands are cramping up yeah. all the time. And yeah, there's some people that, you know, they, they have, you know, pain in their hands or carpal tunnel or whatever. And they decide that they don't want to do it anymore or whatever, but. Yeah. If you if you use the proper um, techniques and um, body mechanics and learn to use your core and your body weight, your hands will last a lot longer. So, and then also you learn other types of massage that aren't quite as um, vigorous, you know, or things like Reiki, which is just energy work, you know, so that doesn't take much effort at all, you know, you're just placing your hands on different chakras of the body and leaving them there, so. And then, like, the time massage that I do, I'm able to use my feet and my knees and, and that kind of thing, and you learn how to use your elbows and forearms. And it sounds like you're learning how to be a mixed martial artist, like you're just going to fuck somebody up, you know. <laughs> this is the elbow, you're, you know, none of that. Is there anything you can't do, or is it pretty open-ended? You know, like, is there, like, um, is there some sort of massage thing that's, like, too, um, uh, is it, you know, like, karate or something? Like, you've got to earn up or learn how to master the way of, uh, I don't know, the shoulder blades or something? Or is it all just pretty much you can do anything that there is, you know? Well, if you want to do therapy, you have to pass the state board test and become licensed. Okay. If you, wanna, if you don't want to do that, you're only allowed to do what they call general relaxation massage. So okay. if you start calling something therapy, then you'll get in trouble if you don't have the license. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There, um, there's a lot of things that aren't in what they call your scope of practice. So I can't um, diagnose things. I can only assess things. Um, I can't prescribe medication. Um, there's a few other things, you know, that I can't do. So. Okay. All right. I'm, it's probably good that you can't prescribe medication. Uh, Correct. That would be, uh, you, you know, 
I wouldn't the, want to. Some, some of the people that you know might be like, hey, can you get me any Vicodin? You're like, no. Um, <laughs> okay, all right. And so, um, you know, that kind of also led you into um, yoga, right? That I kind of know. I mean, was there anything, you know, before that or anything? Did you decide that you were also going to become like a hunter and then got out of it or anything? Or um, has it just been massage and then you went into yoga? Um, yeah, just massage and then into yoga. Mm -hmm. Okay. Typically, once you're kind of in this field and the more people that you meet, you know, via, you know, doing more training or that kind of stuff, you meet more people, you start networking, you know, um, and then, you know, a lot of people that do massage do yoga, a lot of people that do yoga do massage. Sure. Um, so, and when I say do, I mean teach yoga. Um, so they kind of go hand in hand a lot and of times. When time. you talk to these yeah. other people, do they teach you new techniques? Not just the yoga stuff, because I, I don't. I'm, I'm talking more like the massage stuff. Like they're like, oh, if you grab this one muscle and then roll your thumb over their third vertebrae, that um, causes a endorphin release, or I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but. Anything yeah. like that? Well, that's part of the networking is you learn new things from people. So even when I just go get a massage from somebody, I'm usually kind of paying attention to what they're doing and how something feels. So if I feel and do something in particular, I'll be like, oh, what did you just do there? You know? Oh, okay. Um, or I'll, you know, trade with somebody that um, I know they practice, you know, myofascial release or cranial sacral and they'll, you know, practice that stuff on me and, you know, kind of show me or teach me, you know, a little bit, you know, hmm. at least maybe not so much that I could actually use it, but just enough to maybe where I'll be like, you know what, I think I'm going to take this training because I think that's cool. You know? Wow. Okay. All right. So, um, are you going to become a therapist? Is that something on your radar or whatever it's called? Because um, you can't call it therapy exactly. So I don't know. Is that, do you want to do that? You don't want to do that? Well, I wanna... am a licensed massage therapist. Oh, okay. All right. I you got me confused there because you were like, you can't do all these things unless you're, um, I don't know, space alien or something. It's fine. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I've had my license for almost 11 years. So Right, right. Well, that's what you got? I thought there was something else. I thought there was like yeah. you had to become a um, certified attorney or something in order to. Yeah, no. So I have a two-year associate's degree. I have the certification from the actual massage program, right. and then I'm licensed. Licensed with the state of Ohio. Is that right. right. Okay. Right. It's not like licensed with the Brunswick or something. So you Correct. Can't do it in Brunswick. Yeah. State medical board. Would be weird. Okay, so do you have to get that renewed? Every two years, you have to get it renewed, and oh, they just decided um, a few months ago that we'll have to start having continuing education. Uh, really? For, yeah. For massage, what kind of yeah? Which I'm already doing because um, of the association that I'm a member of. For oh. the particular level that I'm at, um, you need to have continuing ed classes. And I just do anyways, just because I like to learn new yeah, stuff. Sure. And Absolutely. And, and the more energy that I put into it, the more stuff comes to me. So You are like the master sensei of the massage. So <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But. So then yoga becomes something that you got into for personal reasons, and then you decided you wanted to teach it, or how did, how did that come yeah, about? Pretty much. Um, I decided after practicing for a few years and I was recommending um, yoga to a lot of my clients and then I decided, you know what, maybe I should be the one to teach them yeah, since sure. you know, I'm recommending it to so many people. So I decided to do a yoga teacher training last year, got certified in July. And, uh, and that's, that, that, that's, not a, that's not a license thing, is it? Or is it? Do you have to get a no, license? No, okay. just, you get it certified and, and, uh, yeah. And then you just teach people to stretch. Like, yep. Yep. Kind of. Yeah. Do this. Put your, no, put your head. No, you got to put your head down. No, down. 
No, you're looking up. Put your head down, you know, that kind of thing. Down. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But um, so, you know, what's uh, what's next then? What where do you um, are you pretty satisfied with this at this point in your life or do you want to um, uh, tackle something new? Um, pretty satisfied with the massage field. I would like to learn some other modalities, particularly um, myofascial release or structural balancing or both. Um, and I'm getting ready to, well, I signed up to do some online yoga teacher training. So I need to just start doing how does that. that. How, does, how does that work exactly? I'm not exactly sure, but my friend uh, Julie has done it. It's called uh, Core Strength Vinyasa. It's through this gal named Sadie Nardini. We, um, a couple weeks ago, Julie and I went up and took a workshop in Chicago with her. And it's pretty cool. So, but Julie's already been teaching it for, I think, about nine months at least, and people seem to really like it. So, it's a little bit of a different approach than the the usual vinyasa. So it's kind of so, cool. I mean, you know, a lot of people that, um, you, you know, obviously I know you, uh, so I know some of these things. You know, I'm asking for the general public and less for myself. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, a, a, some people will. Um, that get into these things do so for health reasons, obviously. Um, and uh, dietary um, diet, you would think, would come in, in part in this. And you're pretty good about uh, eating healthy. Maybe, I mean, I can't eat what you eat. It, you know, I would, I don't know, I would turn into a big blueberry or something. I'm not sure. But um, do you want to talk about diet in general? Like, is that something that you... Um, tie into this stuff that you do, or is it just something that, you know, you do for yourself? I mean, do you recommend diet to your uh, customers and that kind of thing? Um, well, again, being in this field, um, and, you know, I also work at a chiropractor's office, so being around these types of people, you learn things about, you know, like the paleo diet or being vegan or vegetarian and you try different things, try different supplements, um, you know, so it, it's not like I just woke up one day and started eating this way. It's been, you know, a progression. Um, but yeah, I, I basically, I try to stay away from as much um, processed foods as possible, mainly processed sugar and processed wheat flour. Not that I don't eat any of it, but I try to limit it as much as possible. Sure. And try to you know eat as much fresh fruits and fresh vegetables. So I do a lot of smoothies, and um, I use uh, a lot of different supplements, um, not just for health reasons, but for um, anxiety issues. Um, but do you find yourself, um, you know, you're fairly. You're, you're a fairly small girl. Let's just say that. You're not, you know, a midget or anything, but you know what I'm saying. You're, you're, uh, you're t but I've never known you to be like, I'm on a diet. Like, I'm not eating anything except meat. I'm on Atkins. You seem to have a good, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you seem to be focused when you want to be on what is good for you to eat and what is not. I don't know if that you find that true. That's just my observation. Um, yeah. And uh, that seems to work for you pretty well. Um, obviously, you also run and power lift on weekend. No, you don't do that. But um, so, you know, you're, I mean, obviously, your customers and friends and stuff will probably ask you for advice in that regard. I mean, what, what you know, for our listeners, what do you throw out there that people, just no processed foods, no sugars, that kind of thing? Is that um, the I think in general, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you, then if you want to take it a little bit further and do like a paleo diet, that's, again, nothing processed and pretty much just lean meats, fruits and vegetables. Um, and then there's a whole nother thing with, you know, eating um, foods and drinks that are probiotics. So things that have like a natural um, bacteria in it that's, uh, a good bacteria, so like sauerkraut, 
kombucha or kombuka. I'm not sure how you say that. Um, and then no that Korean food that's called like kamichi or something like that. So pleased to meet you too. Um, <laughs> so those foods have you know that probiotic in it that's gonna help have a healthy gut. Um, so yeah, yeah, but basically, if you stay away from the processed foods and eat as much whole food as possible, um, you're gonna be in pretty good shape. Yeah. Okay. Um, where was I going with this? But the, um, you know, at this point, I guess, do you have um, anything else you want to chime in on? Because believe it or not, we're getting close to an hour. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, uh, if people are interested in getting massage or doing yoga, they can check out my website at www.massage517.com www.massage517.com I also have a Facebook page called The Same Thing. I'm on Twitter, same name. Um, and can people just reach out for you for general advice too if they happen to live in Connecticut and they're obviously not going to drive up here for a massage? Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, Definitely. all right. You do send out a newsletter that's usually pretty informative. Yes, um, quarterly. Yes, so people can get a hold of that if they're into this kind of thing. Well, that's very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, if, if they want to get that, they can send me their email. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Did you um? Did you have any crazy stories? Did you want to mention the time that you were giving the president that massage and you heard about the um, secret attack plans for Iraq and how you had to, uh, you know, get debriefed by the Secret Service before you were able to come back to Cleveland? No. Yeah, no, I'm not at liberty to discuss that <laughs> at the moment. Oh, but oh sorry. <laughs> You're going to get me wrong, Kevin. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I didn't bring that up on the air. Um, okay, all right, cool. All right, so um, massage517.com, everybody else, you know, you can write it into the show, Kevin at Video Game News Radio or whatever at Video Game News Radio. Also check out, you know, Lisa's website, Massage517.com. And uh, I don't know when we'll do another one of these. I'm supposed to do one with a guy who's a biologist. And um, we're still working out a Saturday that he's actually available in order to do this. I think he's like a botanist, though, or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But that'll be uh, in the future. So um, thanks for listening, and uh, good night. Good night. <laughs>